what is up everybody welcome back to i feel you bro this is episode three talking about insecurities and speaking of your boy can fit in a magnum now i'm just saying oh my god what's up everybody i'm nick i'm what's isaac up, guys? i'm Jaden. all right I mean, <laughs> what what the <laughs> okay first minute can't cuss um what Isaac, can you please explain that, bro? <laughs> explain how I figured that out or explain why I use that as the intro? I mean, a little bit of both. I mean, is is there something I don't know? Like I've been I've been fitting into Magnums and Trojans just fine. Is that is there is there something I don't know? I'm not gonna tell you the secret behind Magnum condoms, not on the podcast at least, because I don't need everybody who listens to this to know it. But uh, long story short, my roommate's friend gave me one just to like mess around with it, I guess. Not to actually use it because I didn't think I was going to fit in it. But um, yeah, right before I got in the shower, just it's like, hmm. So, so you just wasted one? Well, yeah, I have like a pack of 12 in my room. It's not like they cost all too much. No, yeah. that's fair. You could also get them from the, uh, from the student health center for $0. Yeah, or you could pull a Nick and just get a plastic bag from the pantry. <laughs> We're supposed to tell that story, bro. <laughs> and it was a no, Ziploc bag. We don't want to hear it. A Ziploc bag from the pantry. Nah, I use Hefty, bro. Hefty, Hefty, Hefty. <laughs> Not sponsored, by the way. But um, <laughs> the fresh scent, though. You got to get the scented. What? <laughs> oh. Okay, good, guys. We don't have to cut this early. I'm going to say that on camera on live we don't need to cut this early my doctor's appointment got rescheduled so we're good doctor's appointment okay what am i getting doctor for uh prostate exam oh i see every thursday right (laughs) dude (laughs) you don't know (laughs) wait david how do you know about that i i have no background information on that comment whatsoever that was off the cuff Okay, this was um, this is a better time than ever to talk about it. So uh, back in, back in the days of 103, um, I would go to 103 happy, happy essentially, um, empty mm-hmm. per se, but relieved. Dude, what? You relieved. went to, you went to 103 while being relieved. What do you mean? You've done that one time. You called me afterwards and told me about it. You're like, hey, bro. Uh, you want to know the reason I was late? You want to know the reason why I didn't have my camera on? You want to know the reason why my mic was muted the entire time? Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah. It's like that, I guess. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Um, so let's get into it. First pod, uh, first podcast about insecurity. Um how do you guys want to play it? How do you guys want to start this off, this topic? Mm. Well, let's see. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody here and listening knows what an insecurity is. But being insecure just means um, you're not confident. You're uncertain about things. You're anxious about your situation. It applies to characteristics. It applies to situations, living, you know, financially, stuff like that. But, you know, everybody has them, despite, you know, people saying how confident they are and, you know, you seeing it. It's essentially a fake the confidence till you make it or you have it without having to fake it. Hey, you know, it's really funny that you say that because, um, Isaac, I told you the story right before the podcast. Um, Jaden, welcome to this story, man. Uh, so you guys both know from the last couple of podcasts, I go to the gym. Um, also, lost four pounds in the last five weeks on a one-pound drop. So uh, that that's that right there. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Boy, I appreciate you. Boy. Um, but also, um, I decided to get a little brave. A good friend of mine ended up going to the gym, uh, to the gym with me. And she, uh, I ended up telling her, Hey, I think this one girl is cute. And she pushed me. She's like, Hey, why don't you ask her out? So, um, after a lot of TikTok, after a lot of, uh, encouraging words to myself, um, 
you know, you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And even if you miss a shot, you're, you know, it's better that you at least took it, you know? Uh, I asked the girl out, I got denied, got completely denied. Um, I'm okay with it though. So insecure, like I've been dealing with a lot of insecurity. I know both of you guys know that. Um, and I don't know, I feel like this is just kind of a way to like get through it, get uh, reacquainted with, uh, with myself. So I just wanted to share that one, but yeah. Not that it matters or anything, but, but how did you approach her? Like, what did you say? Honestly, like, okay. So, so my friend told me, she's like, Hey, uh, cause I told her, I'm like, look, one of the reasons why I don't ask her out is cause I don't know if she has a man, right? Like she, she comes in the gym, she works out by herself and she's, uh, and my friend tells me, she goes, honestly, if she was working out by herself for 30 minutes alone and that like, I don't think that she has a man. And I was like, okay, like maybe you're right. So she told me to ask her, Hey, um, I don't know if you have a boyfriend. Um, but I was wondering if I could have your number. So I ended up skipping the whole boyfriend part of it. Um, I just kind of went up to her. I was done with my workout and I was walking to go do some cardio and, um, she was kind of right there and I was like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I was just wondering if I could have your number. Uh, and <laughs> you know, honestly, I got to say the, this is the worst way to get rejected too. Cause what, like all she said was, uh, no, thanks. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I, I got a good rejection story too. If you guys want I mean, it's not necessarily on the topic of insecurities, but it's a rejection story. Okay. Okay. I want to hear it Might as well. All right. So flashback. When was this February of 2019? Um, there was this girl that I was hanging out with quite a lot actually lived with her for a little bit oh yeah um we were really close so i figured you know shit was going well shoot my shot asked her to be my valentine do you want to know what the fucking response was what was the response bro ha ha you're funny no way this is literally all i got that's I was like, I wasn't joking, but okay. She's like, I already have a friend, Valentine. And I was like, fuck it. So I got, did I get drunk that? No, I got the drunk. I got drunk the night after that. But yeah, um, rejection's been prominent in my college life. But yeah. How do you, um, after getting put down pretty hard like that, like, like, what can you do to pick yourself back up? Like, that's like, that's something that could put you in a mood for, you know, like the rest of the day. Like that one thing that happens during your day that just like seems to ruin it. Like, like, what can you do to, to lift yourself up after that? Um, let's see. I, it was honestly more like a heat of the moment thing. I wasn't like down the whole day. I was joke. my coping mechanisms, humor. So I'll joke about it until the laugh outweighs the cry essentially. So that's one of my coping mechanisms. But that whole day I was with the boys, you know, I was with my roommates. We went, you know, we went to fucking get food. We went to go get frozen yogurt. Sounds kind of fruity, I know, but um, we did that. And then we went to the frat, you know, just hung out, drank, chilled. Like, you know, it's not necessarily a distraction, but more like um, immersion into what's right. around you. Yeah, I mean, for me, what I did, honestly, like, I just, it, it's this idea, it's this idea of, you know what, you got denied, but it's better that you got denied and you tried rather than never knowing. Uh, I'm in a situation like that right now, but you take 100%, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yes, sir. That's, uh, that's where I'm at right now, too. <laughs> um, yeah. That, that's fine. I think uh, I think that's actually a really good segue into into this whole insecurity thing that we want to talk about. So uh, kind of to get back onto that. So I think um, I think we should kind of start this off by naming some really popular insecurities, uh, at least for men. And I think we all know um, I think we all know the number one insecurity for all men at all mm-hmm. times. I think there's two, and they might be tied. Really, I, I know one of them. Both are a form of measurement. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Height and length. Uh, oh, uh, okay. I wasn't thinking about height. Yeah, yeah. So, so of course, length of penis, and then I, I guess height. I didn't think about. I didn't think about height at all. But yeah, that's true. I could give you that. Um, I think that it's important to, especially because a lot of my friends like the so viewers, for those of you guys who don't know me, um, I have a lot of uh, female friends, even though I can't get a female for shit, but just I have friends. Yeah, just friends. I'm in the, I'm so far up the friend zone that literally one of my friends told me that uh, she could get naked in front of me. And it's like having a gay best friend. And I was like, oh, oh damn, that's that one kind of hurt. But you, you know, figured out earlier than anyone else did, huh? Um, but <laughs> I'm sorry, that was that was a deep cut right there. Yeah, that, that one was a deep cut. <laughs> that one hurted, but <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope you spit your dude. beer all over your computer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it. it just came out. I don't even think of it. You want to know what else just comes out, bro? Oh, I don't have that problem. Do you? <laughs> no, I know he does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which one? Are you, which one of the sleepers is busting fast? Tell me about it. It's not me, dude. Trust. It ain't me either, dude. I don't know. Hey, my sex playlist is twelve hours and thirty nine minutes. I there's no way I'm getting more than three out of that whole thing. Yo, I I dead ass though think that's also another one of the big insecurities like because uh okay so there, there's two sides to this i feel like so side number one the one that everyone worries about it's um going too fast of course right it's uh it's busting too fast you know two pump chump one inch punch and you know whatever else but i think the second side of that is also too long i think that society has also um made it to where like if you're if you're going for more than like i don't know what the cutoff is i don't know what like anyone would consider too long but i if you're I'm, going more than three hours it probably needs to end like one nah, round that's cap that's cap no way bro there's no way you're not like just laying out on the floor sweating your ass off like yeah, dude. I mean, that's what that's what a ceiling fan's for. That's what a floor fan is for, and that's what the windows are open for. Okay, let me tell you, that apartment complex back in October of 2019 got hot, bro. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the that's house did. Station on the walls, huh? What? Uh, I'm <laughs> yeah, sure the house does too, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna just say though, walking to class the next day. Holy fuck, I couldn't. I had an Uber to class. That's how bad it was. That's crazy. That's, that's we li- uh, That apartment complex is about three quarters of a mile from campus, just to give you some reference. Yeah, and, and not, or being able to do that, you know, off of zero sleep. But after a six hour sesh, it's not the greatest thing to do. I'm, I'm surprised you stayed awake during class. I'm surprised you even went. Hey, it's bread time over bedtime, baby. You know the you know the move. We all know. The uh, actually, move. it was bread time over head time. I can see it. Yep, this is true. But so so, what kind of advice do we have for our viewers that may have some insecurities um, in the bedroom, whether it be size, whether it be how long they last? Uh, what do you guys think? Do you have any advice for them? Yeah, actually. So I tell this to both my male and female friends who are sexually active, and that is to learn the person you're having sex with. As many people believe, you know, one night stands, they're all right. But um, multiple occasions allows you to learn what they like. And as long as you do what they like, no matter how long it lasts or how big it is, doing what they like matters more than anything. And you can do general research as well, you know, understanding, you know, the anatomy, um, the psychology that goes in with it, um, the mindset they have to be in and you have to be in at the same time also really helps. 
Yeah, and I think that I think that's also a really big thing. I mean, a lot of people go in, they're like, you know what, this is supposed to be fun, like, and it is. It it's supposed to be a good time for everybody, uh, but it's also you also have to understand there has to be some any type of connection there, and uh, like. When I say that, I say that generally. There's a lot of people who require different amounts of connection. Me personally, I require a lot of it. So that's why it's only been, like, of course, it's been pleasurable in any case. But I think that it's been the most pleasurable when I have any type of connection there. You feel me? Um, and I think that's the same case for a lot of people, a lot of um, a lot of males. And it's just... I think that society has uh, has taken that idea and kind of said fuck it and just kind of basically fucked up that entire idea that men actually care about feelings and a connection too. They made sex sound like a prize rather than, you know, an activity that two people share. And that's kind of what I've noticed being in the Greek system is guys would rather have you know, just sex with a bunch of different girls and not establish, you know, a good relationship with somebody and build off of it. I Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. But I think also like, I think a lot of um, Greek females too are doing that same, that same thing. You know, it's, I think the Greek system in general is still like, it's like that idea of the Greeks just racking up as many bodies as they possibly can. Um, it's just, it's crazy. I, it's cool, I guess. I mean, if you want to do that, if you want to rack up your bodies, that's cool. Do it. I mean, it's 2021. I don't think, of course, like if you're getting into some crazy numbers, I think people are going to care, but I don't think people are going to care when you're, you know, 30, getting ready to get married. You know, if you get married that, you know, late or early, whatever you want to consider that whenever, whatever age you are. But I don't know. I think the, I think the Greek system really has kind of just made it a game, you know? Um, I wouldn't say that's solely Greek. I just think it's, you know, our generation specifically doesn't really take many things seriously. So I think, you know, sex, relationships, friends, I think all those fall under the topic of shit that most people our age don't take seriously. So I think that's what it is. Do you think social media has like a big, big factor in that? Like, I mean, it's so easy nowadays just to, I mean, you just see so many females on Instagram, Twitter, like it's, it's right there, right in front of you. Oh, like yeah. In, you know, like I you see I... all these girls out there and I mean, as a, as a male, it's just kind of your first instinct to like, think like, like, why would I stick, with, you know, just with one female if there's, you know, three billion out there, but it's definitely our generation and. Um, the Greek system has a part in that, I think, but I don't know. It's just more our generation as a whole, I think. It's been like that. Yeah, I can definitely see it. I mean, it's just, it's kind of crazy. Uh, like, <laughs> this is going to sound really bad, but uh, I actually just redownloaded Tinder, created a new Tinder. I literally just now swiped right, got a match, um, you know? <laughs> literally right now on podcast with you guys i just you know i was like you know what let me check this like i haven't checked it in a couple couple days like why not you know um i think that social media in general plays a really big factor in in sexualizing um females and males alike and i think a deeper connection is important especially when you're getting into like a relationship i know that um an old fwb of mine uh, we both caught feelings mm -hmm. for one another mm -hmm. and she yep. mm -hmm. she used the excuse that of how we started our relationship as an excuse not to date me um it sucks it feels like shit so don't suffer <laughs> like i did and have feelings for someone and basically gain a whole bunch of insecurity over the fact that you know they're they don't want to be with you and you basically think that there's something wrong with you because i promise you there's not um there's someone out there for everybody and and trust me you're gonna it's gonna be okay and this is a public service announcement of women there are one billion more of you guys than there are of men on this earth so that means a billion of you will die lonely so just keep that in mind damn <laughs> that's deep 
that would cut deep, bro. Damn. It, it has to be said, like, if you have, don't put things into a global perspective, people aren't going to get it. I mean, look at, like, what's a good example of this? Stock, the stock market. Most recently, it shit didn't hit the fan until social media got a hold of it. Reddit fucked over billionaires. Nine of them have taken their lives since then. So the one, the second things get put into a larger perspective than your local scale. Yeah, you know that's true, and it, it's a hard thing to come to terms with. And then uh, hopefully, like to any female who's watching this, like this wasn't a PSA to to go, you know, jump on the first guy you see. This is a PSA to find someone that you that you appreciate and that you love and that you want to be with or whatever. And, and don't let them go. Like I say this with as much reluctance as I do with as much pride, don't sweat the small stuff. And if you really love someone, please just, just work it out. And you know what, that's actually a really good segue into, um, into what I kind of, what I really wanted to talk about with you guys. Cause, uh, there's actually two really big topics that I want to kind of discuss. Um, Number one, uh, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine that I recently reconnected with, uh, she is dating somebody. And I want you all to know that she texted me and she told me, hey, I want you to know that he made me stop talking to you. He was threatened by yours and I relationship. I know how toxic that sounds. And it it's really rough. I mean... But look, that was insecurity. He was insecure about a relationship. He let that get in the way. He let that change something. And it sucks. And um, right now, his insecurity is driving them, driving them crazy. And his insecurity is turning into her insecurity. So I just want to let you guys know, like, if you are in a relationship, be secure in your relationship. Okay? Like, don't be a piece of shit. Don't cheat on your significant other. Don't be stupid. This is stuff that's going to happen because one of you is going to get insecure over the other person because you think that they're cheating. Reassure your significant other and just please don't be a piece of shit, whether you're a man or a woman. And this is why I'm loyal even in the talking phase. I'd rather establish oh that I'm god, loyal. The fucking talking phase, dude. Oh my god. That's a whole episode on itself, dude. Dude, honestly, that should be the That's next, next episode. week. That's yeah, next week. That's definitely next week. But PSA, make sure you're loyal during the talking phase. Another PSA, don't go through eight of them in one year. It hurts. Hey, you know what? There was a meme. <laughs> There was a meme a couple like a year back, and it was like when she says, "Yeah, he's my world, bro. You've had eight worlds in the last like month and a half alone. What are you trying to make a solar system?" <laughs> Dude, you got some girls out here trying to make galaxies, bro. Just saying. Damn, like that. They're trying to make galaxies, but they ain't Samsung. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that that was clean though. That had to be completely unscripted. That was just clean. But yeah, eight talking stages in, was it 2020? Yeah, 2020 had eight talking stages. Each of them lasted a month or two. Each of them ended virtually the same way. What was the reason behind that? Um, I think, wait, behind them... Behind like the ending. Oh. Four of them ended with, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship. And yeah, and that was introduced to both, to all of their families. Um, I went on trips with, I believe, every single one of them except for one. They called me like, like their boyfriend before anything was it's like initialized and yeah it ended like that oh and one of them the one that hurt the most this one all the other ones were over text or by phone call by the way but this one was in person 
Um, she gave me all my hoodies back in the parking lot of a Starbucks. Oh, and all she man. said was, all she said was, you lost the race. Oh, wow. Somebody else had asked her out before I did. How is she going to do that? Okay, so she wasn't being loyal in the talking phase. No, not at all. No. Hey, oh, hey so why would you want to be with that girl in the first place then? You know what I mean? I didn't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a good point. I remember him calling me and telling me about this. Like, he told me, he's just like, dude, like, this is word for word what she said. And actually, that was, that was, I think, the second night that I ended up driving over to your place at like two in the morning. When no, it- I think I went over to your place because that was cinnamon roll day. Oh, yeah, that was cinnamon roll day. Um, yeah. Viewers, uh, there's this specific wholesale store that sells these bomb cinnamon rolls. And I, I always buy the packet 18 when I'm, when I'm living out in my college town or in our college town, and I can never finish them. So I would always bring over Isaac and we would, we would just sit down and then we would both have like three cinnamon rolls each. And then just like, like just chill and vibe. It was great. Just some cinnamon rolls and some milk, bro. And then I'd clap some ass cheeks and black ops four on your account. This is true. Yeah. I still have your account set up. Your your class your class settings. Oh, good. Cause that's what got me golden. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just want you females to know, <laughs> whoever is listening to this podcast, that hurts. It feels like shit. I think half of my talking stages are gonna listen to this podcast, like when it goes up. Yeah, like I just want you to know that you guys wonder why we're all such pieces of shit this is one of the reasons like the reason why the the guy you're talking to isn't loyal is because most likely i'm not saying that this is like for all people because some 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 humans are just bad humans but understand that it was probably someone who hurt them um out of my four relationships including or excuse me out of my five including the fwb that so i want situationships to- situationships thank you there you go that's a great way to put it um two of them directly told me that they cheated one of them is suspected and one of them uh, i just told you guys about that one that was fwb one uh, the other one was just chill but it only lasted like a month so relatable like i i want you guys to understand i have i have yet to meet someone who hasn't done me dirty so if y'all wonder you know we are insecure we we are afraid that we're gonna get cheated on we are afraid that there's something that you're not telling us we overthink me isaac Jaden. i don't know if you're a big overthinker dude but like dude we overthink everything Jaden's shaking his head like yes like vigorously shaking his head yeah we we all overthink I know I've stayed up at night thinking about stuff. I know Isaac has, and you know, I know Jaden has too. So please, I, me, us begging you, just stop being shitty people. The fact that seven out of the eight of those girls ended the relationship with either a text or a phone call is disgusting. Yeah, it, it fucking hurts because I think I think in my entire life uh, I've talked to ten girls seriously. Um, one lasted was a three year relationship. She broke up with me over text. Um, after that, um, first relationship in college, she texted me to come over. And then we broke up there, but it was mutual. So that one wasn't that bad. And then every talking stage after that was over text. Damn. And since then, I, yeah, since the last one, I have deleted Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, any dating app you could imagine. I probably spend about seven minutes a day on social media. Um, I, the only thing I do on my phone now is watch YouTube, listen to other podcasts, and just talk to the people that I have in my life currently because, you know, you appreciate what you have and you don't worry about what you're looking for because it's right in front of you. 
Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I know that actually Isaac told me about this a couple days ago. Uh, I called him basically like just completely breaking down um, over just uh, over insecurity. I mean, th- that's why this episode is this. I, I texted them, um, you know, last week I said, hey, uh, Jaden, hey, Isaac, like, let's do let's do an episode on insecurity. And you guys were just juiced to do it. So number one, I appreciate you guys talking about a topic that is close to me. And I'm, I'm sure my, our viewers do too, you know. Um, but yeah, like we break down. Um, and Isaac, I've actually been taking your advice too, man. I have been, I've tried to close out my circle minus Tinder because um, I don't know. I was just, I was horny, just- horny. That's what it is. It is horny. 100% true. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're going to swerve that a little bit, but, um, yeah, so I appreciate you, man. Um, and for all of you guys listening, do yourself a favor, the people that you keep close, you know, these two other people in my podcast with, with me and, you know, my, and like two other, maybe three, that's all I talk to. It is so helpful to your goddamn mental health. Yeah, people, I think I talked about this in the last episode, I said, people help you, um, people help you realize more about you than you think, and having good people around you helps you look at the good things about you. So, So no, (laughs) so aside from insecurities within the bedroom and in relationships, um, I know that a lot of guys struggle um, just with their look, whether it be, you know, they think they're ugly, um, they think they're overweight, they don't like how their body looks, um, they don't feel comfortable in their own skin. They think they're short. That, right? Um, I mean, I don't think any of us are tall. We're all under six foot, so we're lacking in that category. But If your height uh, don't got a six, your phone will not get chicks. Damn, dude, you didn't have to say that on the podcast, especially if since it's true. Like, I don't know. Jaden might be a little more uh, active than us. I don't know. Maybe I'm selective. It's it's got to be the right girl. Uh, selection sort algorithm classic. Exactly. I hate that you brought selection sort into this. I hate that. Terrible final project took me so long nick walked me through the whole thing i dude i did i i i gotta say well it was because my algorithm was what um my yours was selection mine was i forgot what mine was mine was a close relative to, to selection because we I think yours was merge sort because i have it on my computer so it was was it merge sort something like that i just know that um i'm not gonna s- the whole story on the podcast but um i've been how do i how do i say this in the in the best way possible you learn to take shortcuts that's all i gotta say you learn to take shortcuts oh 100 percent. yeah that's what engineering is about approximation it looks good (laughs) enough it's good to go we are not math majors Unless it's civil engineering, because that's kind of important. No, even they like they round pretty pretty heavily. Like I I have a really good friend um, who's a civil engineer, and she she hates math, man. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um, how did we get to math? Well, that's what I'm trying. Hey, someone said selection sort. Your bitch ass said selection sort, Isaac. Yeah, and <sighs> I hate. I hate that. I kind of want to yeah, cut do, it down. I, I'm kicking you off this podcast. I'm just <laughs> I'm, if you if you just decide to ditch the episode just to fucking write selection sort C plus plus code or C sharp, you're off, dude. <laughs> nah, dude, I'll just write an assembly. It's fine. <laughs> it's even worse. It's gonna take you even longer. Yeah, that's true. So, Jaden, how long did it take you, bro? Oh man. Well, I probably worked on it for about four hours before I called you. Yeah. And then after that, it was maybe 
good too before we finish it up. Yeah, I think it perfectly though. It was it was a pretty good algorithm. I I think we did really well because like I know I walked you through it, but like you were the one who did all like the thinking behind it. I was just guiding you to be completely yeah. honest. Well, because you knew all the commands, I was just do, doing more of the the flow control. Yeah, basically, I did all mine on a whiteboard before I did anything. That's why That's mine works so well. But yeah, I mean, it's chill. What are you gonna do? I know that Isaac finessed the system with his. I'm not gonna explain how, but I remember. I remember this man telling me, and I'm like, dude, dude what'd you end up getting in that class or on the project? On the project. So my group got a. What are you talking about for the lab or for the class? For the for the uh, sorting algorithm project. Oh, I got like a 96 or an 86, something like that. Oh, dude, that's so great. Awesome. But yeah. Anyway, minus the point. Yeah. Jaden, look, man, I'm sorry. I've been trying to keep it back, bro. But you, the moment we said we're talking about insecurity, you were ready. So what are you ready for? What story do you have that you were trying to tell us or that you were so ready to tell us? I mean, I don't necessarily have like any specific story. Um, I just wanted to talk about something that I've been kind of struggling with lately. Okay. And um, okay, so basically here's the deal. In high school, uh, I play, I was a two sport varsity athlete. Um, my body looked pretty good. I was thin, probably weighed like a buck 60. Um, and freshman year of college, you know, I was scared of like the freshman 15. Um, but I, I, I stayed pretty active, right? And I actually like stayed the same weight. And then sophomore year rolls around and we go through quarantine and shit just hit the fan, right? Gyms are closed. We're sitting inside. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, yeah, some of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. Like, the last few months, I've just been struggling with, like, my appearance. Like, uh, I gained about 15 pounds, 15, 20 pounds from March 2020 to December 2020. Um, and that was a, a, a product of not working out, um, just being lazy altogether, staying inside, and my number one fucking enemy, DoorDash. Oh my, yep. Dude, I, I, I don't even want to say how much money I've spent on DoorDash. It'd probably be pretty fucking embarrassing. Um, it's a lot. No, I'm not going to say it. But that was one of the main contributors to... Um, how about you say it in binary? Please don't. Give me, like, <laughs> give me like two seconds. I got to convert it. Dude, are you really? Don't do the decimal. Just do the whole number, please. Uh, I'll check my records. I Maybe maybe I'll uh, get back to you guys at the end of the podcast. But okay. Um, okay. Yeah, dude. I just, just found myself in a rut kind of in life, you know. Um, the weight gain kind of led to other things like depression, um, I really closed my circle off. I didn't really talk to a lot of people um, during that time. And, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person that has like a pretty put together life. You know, I have a schedule mostly every day. My room's always clean. Um, but for a couple of months there, man, I was just like waking up at noon. Room was a mess, clothes everywhere. Not really talking to anyone. Kind of just staying to myself. And uh, it's especially in quarantine it's just really kind of hard to to pull yourself out of that hole once you've dug it so deep um but yeah I mean honestly like this podcast with you guys like helps me a lot like just to boost my happiness every week you know I mean this little hour and a half of just basically bs that we do just to entertain the masses um it brightens my day and my week really so that's helped a lot um and gladly, uh, these last couple weeks, I've been doing a lot better. I found the one thing that like really helps you to get you out of the rut if you're, you're really just stuck in there, sit down and write out everything you're going to do the next day. Right, make a list. Have you guys ever done that? 
I have. Um, it's actually what I've been doing lately, or I've been trying to do. It's it's getting a little harder, but um, you know, like um, Jaden, I want you to know that you actually just described me right now. Um, like I I know I I texted you a couple of days ago, and I I let you know I let you know my situation. Um, for the viewers that don't know, I was in a really bad place. Um, a couple of days ago, really really bad. Uh, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of it. Um, thanks to you too, I've been doing a lot better, but, um, yeah, like I've been trying to do that, that whole scheduling thing. I actually do, um, I do it the morning, the night, that same morning instead of the night before, but you know, I've been trying to do that. Uh, if you guys are like me, I love whiteboards for whatever goddamn reason. I just love whiteboards. So get yourself a whiteboard, get yourself a whiteboard and use it. Like I, I'm actually thinking about installing just a glass plate on on that wall uh, over there and just having a full-sized whiteboard like a full body whiteboard just so i can just do problems or whatever i have to do and then getting a whiteboard calendar so great investment you know if you have of course you know it's quarantine right now so no one really has a few you know like 100 bucks laying around to you know buy just a full glass sheet and then a whiteboard but unless you you know you bought GameStop and AMC a couple days ago, or Dogecoin. Dogecoin's going back up. I don't know if you saw that. Doge oh, dude, I have, money. I have eight hundred. Oh, so do I. I have like exactly seven hundred and ninety nine. I have seven eighty three. I think if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um. I well, I kind of fucked up. I bought two hundred and fifty of it when it was at seven at six cents, and then I bought almost five, almost six hundred of it when it was down at three. Point two cents, something like that. My my average buy was uh, three point five cents, or excuse me, yeah, no, that's so- point yeah, three point five cents. Sorry, I can't do math. Uh, and I also have seven hundred ninety three shares. So, um, nice. I, I I think it's you're, illegal. You're what happened? Go ahead, Jaden. You're you're still holding those shares. Oh yeah, I'm still holding for now. You're still holding um, those shares. Like, yeah, um, Isaac, I know what you want to say. Don't say because it it's illegal to say because it's. I guess it's like, I was reading up on it, but um, saying anything to promote the whole of a stock, and saying that is like insider trading. I guess uh, I don't know the law. Um, I was reading up on it, so please don't say it because we could get you know, in trouble. <laughs> So Guantanamo Bay, baby, let's go. <laughs> but I know what you're going to say. Cause you're giving me that look, um, that rocket ship emoji. That's what you were trying to say, but, uh, don't, don't say it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, anyway, definitely just plan yourself out, plan your next day out. Um, it's good. And I know a lot of people are, are struggling with that too, that, that weight gain during quarantine, but Get that quarantine body in check, boys and girls, if you're listening to this, you know, get that, you know, go work out, go for, I know, Jaden, you were telling me that you run. Yeah, I have a nice little, uh, little running path by my apartment and uh, I've actually been out through the last four days. So uh, it's been good. I also started meal prepping. I feel 10 times better um, already after two days of meal prep, just eating more healthy foods, not eating, you know take out like yeah exactly um i would definitely recommend it i just all i did i bought a ten dollar cookbook on amazon it plans out all of your weeks you can mix and match if you don't like certain recipes and yeah it's really fun and if you like cooking it's a good time oh yeah cooking's amazing especially when I wouldn't say cooking for somebody else, but like cooking something that you look forward to, like, like say, you know, your, your favorite meal that your mom and dad cook. When you learn to cook that, it just, it makes your whole day just waiting to cook it. Dude. And it tastes, tastes twice as good too, because you know, you put your, your heart and soul into it. I gotta mm-hmm. say, like, even if it's not like your favorite thing in the world, like dude, in the morning, like this morning, I just, I had some extra time before class and I like threw together, like, uh, I threw together just some like scrambled eggs and like I was just eating, you know. Oh man, that was so fire! Like, just 
it was just really good. I made the perfect omelet. I even threw it up in the air like they do, like like chefs do, and I caught it perfectly, dude. It was great. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> uh, Isaac's giving me the chef's cook um, emoji look. <laughs> you know, he's doing the the little hand gesture. It's great. It was it was fun. It was a good time. I wish my my Gordon Ramsay impersonation was better. I would have prodded it up on the podcast right now. Dude, you need to do some impressions on the podcast because, like, bro, like, he, this man, ladies and gentlemen, this dude is one of the Im- best impersonators in the world. Like, he can he can sound like anyone. Like, he's got he just got su- he his Cockney accent is super funny. It, it's great. My my what accent? Cockney. The fuck is that? British. Oh, me fucking British accent, yeah. Yeah. It's quite easy, actually. If you want to learn uh, how to do accents on the fly like this, all you've got to really do is uh, you fall asleep listening to a podcast in the language or accent you want to learn, and you'll start thinking in it. That's how I learned Australian, honestly. Yeah, Australian. That's honestly how I learned it. I fell asleep listening to the Misfits podcast, and they're Australian in New Zealand. And I woke up thinking in fucking Australian slang, and sure enough, I can do it. See, I, I remember I took a trip out to New Zealand a while back and dude, like I was there for like two weeks because I got family up there. And like, let me tell you, let me tell you that like, it's great. But then when you start accidentally adopting the, the, um, God, what is it? The, the slang, the vernacular. Not the slang or the vernacular, like their uh, their accent. There you go. When you start adopting their accent, it seems so messed up because you just start talking like them, and you're like, "Dude, I'm I'm really not trying to do this. It's just it's just happening. Please don't be mad." <laughs> but now, what can I say? I kind of kind of you know circling back to you. You know, you guys plan your days out ahead of time. Uh, funny enough, I I don't do that. Um, I'm probably a tad less organized than Nick and Jaden, but before I do go to bed, I do tell myself, okay, you're going to do this tomorrow. You know, after work, you're going to do your classes and then you're going to do these assignments. And after that, that's you time. That's kind of how I schedule my days. Um, it's not as structured because it gives leeway because I never really have, get off a of Tinder, Nick. I hate the fact that you know that I was on Tinder. How'd you know I was on Tinder? I can see your screen. Oh. Angle awesome. your camera. <laughs> Let me just uh, eat. <laughs> All right, where uh, are you? Sorry. But yeah, so I kind of like, I have a really bad habit of when I'm bored, I just go to Target. <laughs> I spend so much fucking money at Target. It's not even funny. And I buy the stupidest shit too. I buy Lego sets and I buy Hot Wheels. I don't buy anything I need. You know, okay. Hella off topic, but you want to know what I want to try that's been all over fucking TikTok? Anal. That was not on TikTok. That was actually on the hub, but still. Um, <laughs> no, there's this... Uh, it actually relates to that, actually. But... Um, the, you know the the super massager uh, i don't know oh yep the yeah yeah, massage yeah. Guns? yeah yeah the massage gun there you go it's been all over tiktok and like i saw this um this one video and it was this guy he put he sets it to the high setting puts it on his fingers and dumps it into the um dumps it into the water and the mm-hmm. the cup of water the eight ounce uh, cup of water just gone all of it everything's gone and i'm like i kind of have an idea of what you want to try it with I mean, okay. I mean, of course, every viewer knows what I want to try it with, but like, it was it was funny because uh, the next video, the very next swipe that I had, it was um, <laughs> it was a girl, and she's like, "Let's try this out," and then it just it's her saying, "Let's try this out," and then the next the next frame is just, "You need to buy this." If you're a female, you need to buy this. And it's just her face. You go to the comment section because I was like, you know what? What what is everyone saying? Is everyone saying this is funny? Like what? Dude, everyone's just like, dude, her face says it all. Her face just said it all. She was just, I don't don't know how to describe it. Isaac, it's like the look that you have whenever you're like 
whenever you get a new car part installed and the break-in period's done like it, it was can't just relate. oh i yeah. can't relate my, i'm still breaking in my clutch right now dude you have to understand that i can't even i can't even go see my family that lives two hours away because i can't take it on the freeway yo just chill in the slow lane 60 miles an hour all the way <laughs> i don't drive a truck how are you about to come from my throat like that Oh my god, I want to be choked. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, okay, everybody. Um, so I know that we told you guys that this was going to be unedited. There was an issue that I had um, with a little bit of computer stuff, computer malfunction. So we decided that this would be a good time as any, as good of a time as any, to uh, incorporate a new thing that we want to put here. And I feel you, bro. So without further ado, everybody, welcome to Isaac's Draft Picks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2021 I Feel You Bro draft. We will go down to the stage with Isaac for the first pick. Coming in at number one, I suck at cuddling five minutes in and there's a thumb in my ass. Coming in at number two, I need head so sloppy I need to wipe my ass after. And coming in at number three, my personal favorite, if I was five foot four, she would have wanted me. Dude, no. Um, we didn't really introduce what, <laughs> what this was, but I want you guys, uh, basically, guys, this is, uh, this is from Isaac's Twitter drafts. This is stuff that's getting ready to, <laughs> getting ready to hit, the, hit the timeline or stuff that Isaac said that never wants anyone to hear. So we decided to share it here with you. <laughs> but yeah, so thanks everybody for uh, tuning in on Isaac's Draft Picks. Let's change the topic. Um, yeah, about- uh, stay off of TikTok, guys. Uh, word of advice. Um, I've been telling Nick. I've been telling Nancy. I think so she's fine with us using her name as long as it's not other things, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm yeah. not, we'll just, yeah. I've been trying to minimize their time on TikTok because I've seen people turn into TikTok people. And I don't mean that in an offensive way. All I mean is that their perception of life and the way they act is heavily related to TikTok. And I don't want that to happen to them because then that means I will not want to talk to them. So yeah, stay off of TikTok or minimum reduce the amount of time you spend on TikTok, especially those certain people that like to just lay in bed and watch TikTok till 3 a.m. Um, yeah. It's like that sometimes. I mean, I, I'm getting better with it. Um, I I used to I used to be one of those people till three a.m. just TikTok for just hours on end. But I don't know. I've minimized myself down to like thirty-ish minutes, forty-ish minutes a day. You know, just whenever I'm bored, like when I don't want to watch TV or like I'm not, you know, getting absolutely railed by classes. Jaden, any input from you? Um, no, I was actually just doing some research on this theory that, uh, that I heard on a YouTube video today, um, kind of on topic, kind of not, but, um, if you guys want to hear it. Yeah, I'm done. Lay it on me, no homo. So, so I thought about bringing this up earlier when we were, when we were talking about, um, about your relationships, Isaac, um, and it has to do with, um, uh, love specifically right okay so um this study and it's not like any like scientific proof um it's a theory and basically what this theory says th- is that um you know so many people worry about will i ever find my soulmate um you know with with so many people in the world like how am i going to find my soulmate like my my one true love right mm-hmm so basically, this theory goes pretty in depth on, and, and it's called the three love theory. So basically, here's here's the gist. Um, most people in their life are going to end up falling in love three times, like truly like in love, right? Mm-hmm. The first one, the first love, it could be, um, you know, your high school relationship. I'm, I'm, I know we all had one. 
Um, the second one being, uh, and is most likely, um, according to science, um, a toxic college or mid-20s relationship. I'm sure we've all, I've, I've had that one. I don't know oh, about Nick. Fuck yeah, I have. Fuck I, yeah. Okay. All of them. Mine, I didn't actually have like the the high school one. I'm going to consider my, my 20s one the, the high school one because um, I got to say like even now, like I actually like I this is gonna sound really toxic and really shitty but I actually talked to her a couple days ago um and we were talking we were bullshitting and she I told her I'm like uh yeah I mean I'm always gonna be friends with you like you never did me dirty but at the same time like you were my first love and that's why I I won't be able to stop talking to you it's just like I can, I can coexist with the fact that like, you're going to move on. I'm going to move on. We have both already moved on. We've both already been okay. It's just like, I don't think that I could completely separate you out of my life because of the fact that like there was at one point, like I cared about you so greatly to the point where I talked to my parents about like, you know, having a future with you, but you know, it's serious when you're bringing up your relationship issues to your parents. Yeah. You know, Honestly. If my parent, if my, if I tell my mom about you and she ends up not liking you, there's no way we're ever getting back together. That's just facts. Yeah. Damn straight. I mean, mine's my sister and my mom. My sister, my sister is much older than me and she practically raised me uh alongside my parents so it and it's bad because she she thinks no girl like usually it's the it's the mom that's like oh no girl's ever going to be good enough for you but no it's my sister my sister is definitely the one that's like nope there's no one that's ever going to be good enough for you my sister is the same exact way dude yeah she's approved of one girl that i've brought home in my, my sister is 11 <laughs> damn <laughs> nice Let's see. Well, hey, okay, Jeffrey Epstein, but um, um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, actually, funny enough, you want to know who I get the most shit from about my past relationships and the girls I talk to? Your dad or your little brother? My little fucking sister. Damn. <laughs> She's eleven, and at a family dinner for Christmas, she flames me in in front of my immediate family, my mom's siblings my dad's siblings, and all of my cousins in front of the whole family, dude. Uh, <laughs> hey, but honestly, if you're under 14, you the realist. Like, you, you're honestly just speaking your mind because you got no you got no backlash for anything that you say because you're, quote, too young <laughs> to understand. <laughs> what did she say? She's, um, so it was like a game. It was like kind of like charades, like imitate a family member with something that they mostly, most likely do. And she, she chose me. And so she goes up to my mom. She pulls out her phone. She's like, Hey, look at this girl I'm talking to. And then she walks away and then she walks back. She's like, I spent so much money on her and she left me. I was like, Oh, dude, that shit hurted. Fuck. Man, that's tough. She really came after you. Damn. Hey, yeah. on the bright side, you definitely know that she's your little sister. Talking mad shit. That's how you know we're related. Yep. <laughs> but Jaden, what was that third love you're talking about? Because it went first love, toxic, and then final. Yeah. So yeah. So that second love really sets up the last one. You know. The second love, according to the study, is called the hard love. Um, you really learn who you are as a person in this love. Um, and in the second love, it becomes a cycle of on and off, um, you know, the, the toxic environment that we talked about earlier. Um, and it all goes, uh, goes on to um, and leads to this third love. Um, so this third love is your third and final love. Um, this is supposed to be the love that basically the person that you you end up getting married to and spending the rest of your life with. Um, this is the love that no one expects it. And this is kind of weird because my mom always tells me this. She said, 
you will meet your person at the most like at the like you just you'll have no idea like that it would have happened basically like you're not expecting it um and basically this third love um one it's not the love it's not the love that you dreamed of right so everyone has those fantasies of like how your uh, your significant other your your life partner is supposed to be in that love with, with them um it's different but you learn to go with the flow and um and you eventually learn that the love uh, this third love does not follow any rules and that it will break all notions that you have about your greatest love and what it would look like and the main thing about this third love is that not only does it teach us how to feel love but most importantly it finally teaches you how to give love and that's what i really liked about it um i'm not sure if you what, what do you guys think about that I mean, I like the concept. Yeah. I mean, it is just a theory. It's just a cool read. But um, I, I just thought it would be cool kind of to bring it up for those people that might have some insecurities about um, not being in relationships or getting rejected a lot, um, feeling like they're worthless and they won't ever find that person. No, um, I, I get it. I understand. It's just like, I feel like, uh, I feel like there's some truth to it. Uh, what my mom always told me while I was growing up was that um, make sure that she treat that she makes you first. Um, make sure that she does everything in her power to to treat you as if you were you were a king of with with lack of a better term like um, and you got to treat her like she's your she's your queen or your princess, and mm-hmm. I gotta say like minus the people who are just in it for the sex the for all the true kings out there like they're gonna treat you right they're gonna you know at the end of the day like i'm gonna say this and it's gonna be such a shock to all the all the females listening to this and to some of the males too but it doesn't matter your height your weight your 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 looks your sexual orientation there there's a really amazing rapper that me and me and um, Isaac love and we we care about a lot. I'm not going to name him because again, I don't know if we're going to get in trouble, but um, one of his biggest remarks is um, peace, love, positivity, and um, no, no division of race, religion, sexual orientation, or creed. And we believe in <laughs> like it's just, just start saying our creed right now dude dude start saying my creed i was thinking the same thing i was like dude but um that's that's all i'm saying like it doesn't matter who you are you are going to find your person um please don't judge don't judge anybody because five years down the road that person that you like that you were laughing at because they were so unattractive to you they're going to be the person that has your back and you're going to realize that you love them. Just I, be- got a qu- <clears throat> I got a question for you guys, but Nick, I'll let you finish first. Oh, I, I was done, bro. Go ahead. Okay. So there's also this theory kind of backing off of what uh, Jaden said that 70% of people meet their soulmates by the time they're 21. And my question to you guys is, do you think you've met them? Fuck, if I haven't, I got, what, fucking six months left, seven months left. I got a month. I better start looking. Fuck. (laughs) I don't know how to feel about that. Like, in an article or some type of newsletter, um, in the article, did they say anything about, like, is it just someone you've maybe, like, crossed paths with? Or is it someone that you've like that you like know dearly that you just like haven't looked at them in that way before it's essentially somebody you've like you've met you may not be friends you may not be close friends you may just be acquaintances you're it's just essentially you've met them there could be something not established there could be something established but you've just met them okay so like you know their name you say hi when they when they pass by but you don't know anything about them other than that yeah, pretty much it could, it could, at the low range, it's that. At the high range, it's you guys are super close friends. 
Yeah, and the reason I ask that is because I haven't talked to either of you guys about it whatsoever. Um, that's kind of just a thing that I keep to myself, but I believe I have. Um, I will not ever say their name on here, but... Is it the person that you and I are both thinking about? Probably, yes. Starts with this letter? Actually, no. Really? Yes, it is not that one. She was close, but it's not that one. Okay. But yes, there is somebody who I think it is. I just have held back ever bringing it up with them. Ever. Are you scared to maybe mess things up for the future if you would pursue her at this moment? Mm-hmm. I'd rather have them in my life in some way than the way I want it. I think that's also the, the case with a lot of people because I'm going to be real with you. I don't know if it's my first love or or what, but dude, <laughs> I still, with whatever I got in me, I still think that she might be it. <laughs> Nick is blushing right now. It looks yeah. like a tomato. <laughs> because I realized what I was saying, and I'm like, well, there's no takes, there's no takesy backsies now. And if she yeah. ever listens to this, the coochie's got you fucking flaming cunt. I guess, man. It, but yes, um, like a better term, I think I have, and I think I lost her. But it's okay. I think. It's never over, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's a good note to um, end the episode on. Do you guys think so as well? Yeah. Um, something heartfelt, something honest. Yeah. I mean, that also goes back to the insecurity aspect and everything too. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I think we're good. Uh, ladies and germs, I appreciate you guys all tuning in. Um, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for listening to say our piece and please make sure that you guys are good humans. And with Valentine's day coming up, make sure that, you know, it's okay to be alone. Love yourself. I better not see any more fucking Scorpios being born. That's, that's my main thing. I do not want any more Scorpios to be born. Yeah. All right. Peace y'all. See you guys next week. Bye everybody. See you guys.